0: Now it's time for us to discuss more of these headlines in simple keywords. Adam joining us via Zoom. Good morning, Adam.
1: Good morning, Lena. Happy hump day.
0: Happy hump day indeed. The halfway point, not too shabby.
1: (laughs) Yes, the glass is always half full. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I will start believing you when you say that with a smile.
1: <laughs> Sorry, was I? Uh, yeah, uh, I did say that with a smile, didn't yeah, uh-huh, I? Uh-huh. No, didn't it show? No? Okay. A hint of All sarcasm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, let's jump into keyword news portion of the day. We're going to try to clarify uh, these major headlines for our listeners, uh, starting with Nudie Rockets' third launch, embedding and scheduled for later this afternoon. This is our first pick of the day. Nuri launch. So Korea's homegrown rocket, Nuri, is at the launch pad at the NATO Space Center and it is ready for its third launch. It seems to mark an important occasion. What's the latest, Adam?
1: It certainly is uh, an important occasion. It's the real test of the rocket, if you will, uh, this third launch. Uh, it was erected at the Space Center which is located in Gung at 11.33 a.m. yesterday. Officials conducted uh, pre-launch checks in the afternoon and they wrapped up the process at 9.14 p.m., which is a little bit later than scheduled. They were planning on getting it completed by, say, about 7 p.m., but it took a couple of hours uh, longer. Now, the liftoff is likely to take place at 6.24 p.m. today, but, of course... With the weather and all those uh, variables in consideration, the time could change. But 6.24 is the uh, scheduled launch time as of now. Now, in June last year, when Nuri was gearing up for its second launch, it did have a temporary setback due to technical glitches Mm. leading to the actual launch date being postponed. But after those issues were fixed, Nuri was successfully launched uh, for the second time. Hopefully there's no real hiccups this time and it does uh, launch on time, but of course we'll have to see. Uh, Now today, Nuri will perform a mission to launch practical satellites into orbit uh, and will carry um, eight satellites. They include the country's second next generation small satellite as well as micro satellites developed by the Korea Astronomy and Space Science Institute uh, codenamed SNIPE. Uh, Cube satellites developed by three Private companies will also be put into orbit. They are included in that list. It is the first time that Nuri is tasked with handling multiple satellites in one flight. Mm -hmm. Uh, The small satellite is expected to enter into orbit at an altitude of 550 kilometres from the rocket 13 minutes and 9 seconds after liftoff. Uh, The seven Cube satellites will then, in turn, be injected from the rocket at 20-second intervals. Mm. Uh, Now, this isn't the last uh, launch. The country plans to conduct three additional Nuri rocket launches by 2027. So the country is certainly accelerating its space efforts.
0: All right. So all eyes on our, uh, of course, glued at six twenty four p.m rather specific mm. but as you said subject to change depending on weather conditions and a number of delicate variables that I couldn't begin to explain even if I understood <laughs> <laughs> just understand that space is hard and uh, but yeah. uh, inevitably we have to be part of the space venture so all mm. eyes peeled for six twenty four p.m tonight we'll have the yep. updates tomorrow morning on that regard as well let's move yeah, on Yes, no.
1: Yeah, I just had a quick <laughs> look at the weather in Kohung and yeah. uh, it's uh, slightly cloudy, but okay. no rain in the forecast. Uh, so if all goes well, uh, it should be launched on schedule.
0: All right, let's move on to our second keyword of the day. Chips Act. Korea has asked the U.S. to review Washington's proposed limit on the expansion of production by Korean chip makers in China. So what's the latest on this front?
1: Yeah, so again, the CHIPS Act is causing a bit of concern for Korean chip makers, and the Korean government has asked the U.S. to double that limit uh, for those receiving CHIPS uh, Act grants. This comes two months after the U.S. set the limit at 5%. So basically, the Korean government wants a 10% limit. Now, Seoul said in documents to the Federal Register that it believes the guardrail provisions, as it's called, should not be implemented in a manner that imposes an unreasonable burden on companies investing in the United States. It urged the U.S. to review the proposed rules, current definitions of material expansion, legacy semiconductor and other key terms. Uh, the CHIP Act offers grants, but they can be taken away if a company violates the so-called guardrail provisions, mm. something the U.S. is calling uh, technology clawback. And so asked the further clarify the scope of restricted activities under the clawback. It also calls on the U.S. to consider Korea's comments when finalizing the detailed rules on the guardrail provision. So there's no uh, details that have been finalized just yet. Uh, So all of this is just basically asking the U.S. to allow Samsung Electronics and SK Hynix to produce more semiconductors in China, even with these U.S. government subsidies. Mm. Uh, So um, basically uh, an expansion, not an overall kind of uh, waiver, if you will, but Mm. uh, they consider, uh, Seoul considers 5% to be a little bit low, considering that Mm. if they're making investments in the U.S., then maybe they should get some compromise and some benefits when they're dealing with China as well, because, of course, China is a major key market for Korean uh, chip makers
0: as well. I mean, what the United States cannot ignore is that the Korean companies are set to invest roughly $8 billion in battery factories to be set up in different parts of the United States. And that's just an Mm -hmm. estimation. You take in inflation, you take in uh, the rising cost of raw materials, and that bill might be even hefty. What that does for the United States is create more jobs locally. Mm -hmm. And that's something that they cannot step aside. And also the Mm -hmm. fact that, well, Korea is an important strategic partner in a number of different ground so this tug of war seems to continue ironing out the details requires more conversation mm-hmm. certainly does <laughs> it's not the last of it, it is the subtext of that by the yeah. way <laughs> All right, let's move on to our third keyword of the day Fukushima
1: inspection.
0: So a Korean team of experts have kicked off a two-day inspection of the planned release of radioactive water from the crippled Fukushima nuclear power plant. They seem to be really careful about making any sort of announcements before they have all of the data. What can we expect for now?
1: Yeah, so uh, they only just completed their first day of checks. So it is a bit early to kind of uh, alleviate concerns of South Koreans and probably still... uh, not enough to alleviate those concerns even after uh, their inspection is done. But uh, they have kicked off that inspection nonetheless. And Yugoki, who heads the uh, delegation, told reporters after the first day's visit that his team observed all the facilities that it did intend to see. But he noted that the team needs more data, including about the water filtering system to determine contamination levels before and after treatment and whether it is safely operated Uh, He said his team is trying to focus on, uh, is to determine, uh, based on scientific evidence and standards, how these facilities work and whether these facilities are working properly, as well as whether the discharge procedure and process are adequate. Now, asked if there is anything that can be done to quell South Korean people's anxiety over the discharge plan, he said, quote, if we could explain in detail what we have inspected, I think that is meaningful. Um, Now, the team examined the plant's custom purification system known as ALPS uh, and facilities related uh, to tanks designed to store and conduct measurements of radioactive uh, substances. Uh, The experts also examined additional tanks from which the operator TEPCO had obtained samples for the radiation environmental impact assessment. Tomorrow, the team plans to visit a chemical study facility They'll also examine the seawater dilution system and discharge facilities. Um, The delegation is scheduled to have what it called in-depth technical discussions based on their findings tomorrow before Mm -hmm. returning home uh, the following day. So there's been all this talk about are they going to actually collect samples of the water? The Japanese government said that's not part of the inspection. Uh, The Korean government seemed to be... um, on board with that as well Uh, but we'll have to see uh, if uh, the scale and scope is to the uh, satisfaction of the concerned south korean public Mm,
0: and because that is the purpose of the testing and this team of investigators in japan for in the first place right to alleviate concerns of the public let's move on to our fourth keyword of the day
1: sme gathering
0: President Yoon has attended an event at the presidential office to honor SMEs that have made a significant contribution to the nation's economic development. Can you tell us the details of this meeting?
1: Yeah, so it is the second such event that has been held uh, at the front lawn of the presidential office. Uh, Hundreds of uh, SME officials joined. They had uh, chicken and beer (laughs) with uh, President Yoon, and Yoon reportedly Chose the menu himself to encourage open minded conversations among (laughs) participants. I know I don't know whether that's because of the chicken and beer or just the beer itself. It's certainly casual, (laughs) it certainly uh, does help if there's a bit of alcohol involved. But uh, there you have it, that was a choice of menu. Uh, Now, the heads of uh, nine of the nation's conglomerates also attended. That's more than last year's um, five. Now, the heads of the conglomerates pledged to uh, foster healthy cooperation with smaller suppliers. Uh, the event is aimed to review the SME's performances and recollect on the shared goal of Korea's economic prosperity. It highlighted SME business efforts to reconstruct uh, the war-torn Korean economy in the latter half of the previous century and was a mingling venue for business heads and government officials. Now, it looks Ahead also to the next hundred years to build Korea into a world class country with the strength of SMEs and entrepreneurs and the vitality of small businesses. Uh, Yoon has said quality jobs are not created by direct government financing but by companies and startups. Uh, and ever since his election campaign, he's always been touting the kind of cooperative nature between the public and private sectors and how the private sector should also chip in Mm. in trying to help the overall uh, economy of the country. Um, And Yoon added that the government is doing its best to ensure that the market operates fairly and efficiently. And he's always uh, been pledging to conduct these uh, reforms uh, in terms of the economy and labor and pension and whatnot as well. Mm. Uh, so there you have it. There's an event to commemorate the efforts of the SMEs, the future of Korea's uh, economy and market.
0: All right. With that, we move on to our final keyword of the day.
1: Remembering Norman Hearn.
0: Thousands of people, including rival party lawmakers, attended a memorial service for the late former president, Noh Muihan. What can we make of the ceremony, Adam?
1: Yeah, so this is a, a kind of a ceremony to mark the late president's death, but it's also a platform where there's still some political bickering uh, taking place, especially with the attendance of rival party lawmakers as well. Now, this ceremony marks the 14th year since the uh, Noor's death. It was held in the southeastern rural village of Ponga, Noor's hometown. Uh, an estimated 7,000 citizens attended the memorial service wearing yellow visors and carrying yellow umbrellas. The colour symbolises uh, the former president. Also in attendance were former President Moon Jae-in and Prime Minister Han Su, both of whom actually worked with Noor during his presidency. Uh, president Yoon didn't attend himself, but he sent a wreath of flowers through Eun Bork, the senior presidential secretary for political affairs, who attended the service in his stead, to offer condolences to Nor's family. Uh, Prime Minister Han uh, vowed to revitalize the local economy through transferring central authority to provinces and bold regulatory reforms and investments, as envisioned by Nor. Uh, the occasion for remembrance didn't stop the political bickering, as I said, between the opposing parties. However, uh, the Democratic Party chief Lee Myung uh, told reporters uh, that democracy has regressed again an apparent swipe at the union administration and uh, that historical progress that nor dreamed of has halted and seems to have temporarily retreated um into the past now the democratic party itself is kind of embroiled in a lot of scandal and controversy mm. uh with cryptocurrency and the dp chief himself embroiled in a lot of um scandal as well so the ruling People Power Party uh, is uh, likely to, you know, uh, lash mm-hmm. out at those comments by the Democratic Party um, chief as a way uh, as, uh, just probably describing it as a, a way to kind of uh, leave or turn attention away from that. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's like the uh, the May 18th Guangzhou uprising ceremonies. There have been um, a lot of uh, tension uh, between mm-hmm. the rival parties mm-hmm. in these uh, events normally i'm being a liberal president of mm. course uh leave some room um for the liberal uh sides right. of the aisle to uh, cause some tensions with the conservative side as well so um there you have it uh, but uh, yes it's the 14th year since nor's death and a ceremony was held
0: and thanks for including that political angle there thank you very much adam for today's coverage appreciated we'll see you tomorrow
1: you're very welcome see you
0: tomorrow